Welcome to Above Par. I'm your host, Kathy Hartwood. I show you how to take more of your talent to the golf course without practicing harder, taking more lessons, or buying new equipment. I show you how to end the frustration of underperforming so you can start playing to your potential. This is where you are going to learn how to think above par so you can play below par. Let's get to it. Hey, gang, and welcome back to Above Par. Thank you for tuning in and listening. And if you're new and listening to this, thank you for showing up. Hopefully you'll get some nice nuggets. Maybe you're thinking about playing golf. If you're up in the Northeast, I'm sure you're probably thinking about playing golf. Or you're down here in Florida because it's really freaking crowded right now. (laughs) There are are so many people down here. I think half the country is down in Florida. (laughs) I know that was an exaggeration, but it feels like it. Oh, my gosh. It's just so the the traffic is unbelievable. But I don't blame you. It's a beautiful place to be. And especially if you're a golfer, which is, you know, Florida has so many golf courses. It's a nice place to come and get prepared for the upcoming season. Get a little hit of some golf while you're down here and you can get on a golf course. But before I get started, I wanted to talk to you today about preparing for your round or practicing for a round or practicing for a tournament and what's the right amount and to kind of get your head around all of that, especially if you're coming down here to play golf and your thoughts are, I haven't played in a long time. I'm going to suck. I'm going to talk about that today. But I wanted to give a shout out to a client. I'm not going to mention her name because, you know, I love my clients. I they, I really do. I'm I'm so vested in them having an amazing experience. But it's so funny how like I'm in the closet for a lot of them. <laughs> they don't want to tell people that they're working with me or that I'm their like secret weapon. So I have not gotten actual permission from her to mention her name. So I'm not going to. But she sent me a note that said, oh, my God, we won. I've never won anything in my 11 years at this club. Was your eye twitching? You were counseling me all day. It's fascinating to witness my thoughts and the thoughts behind the thoughts and the body sensations. I'm pretty pleased at my redirection. Thank you. So uh, she had an amazing time. She won a golf tournament, sent me out a note. So fun. And my conversation with her in one of her calls actually spurred this podcast. And the comment that she made was that I haven't practiced, so I'm not ready for this tournament. That she just won. (laughs) And the reason that she didn't think she was practiced was because she took a week off and she went skiing. So I want to talk about practicing and preparing for a tournament. I want you to see your own BS thoughts, what your brain does, the stories that it tells you, and then the anxiety and the angst that it can create and the doubt that it can create from that. And this is the thing about practicing or preparing for a tournament, practicing before a tournament. There is no set amount. There is no required amount. There is no universal amount of practicing. It's 100% subjective. You get to decide that you've practiced enough, that you're prepared. And what happens is we want to practice as our way of preparing for our tournament. So if I'm not able to practice, therefore I'm not prepared. So we're going to go into that tournament feeling like we're not prepared because we haven't practiced on an amount that is totally random and subjective. Right? So I want to clean all that up with you. (laughs) So the one thing is coming off of a break. You're coming off of winter break and maybe you're going to play in a tournament somewhere in Arizona or Florida. And your thought is, I haven't practiced all season. I haven't hit a golf ball since December. I haven't hit a golf ball since September. I'm not ready. I'm not prepared. And I want to tell you that none of that is true. Those are thoughts. 
When you think the thought, I'm not ready and I'm not prepared, how are you going to show up? You're going to create a lot of doubt and uncertainty when you play. And when you swing from a place of doubt or uncertainty, those are not your best swings. You might even go and overtry or overthink your swing. You might tighten up. You're not going to make your best swings. And the other thing that's going to happen is your brain is going to look for evidence that you're not prepared and you're not ready. So the minute you hit one shot, you're like, oh, I'm so rusty. <laughs> right? That's like, the, that's like the line. Oh, I'm so rusty. I don't have any touch. I don't have any feel. Right? When you head into the round thinking that already, your brain is going to start for look at, looking for evidence. Oh, there it is. There's the evidence. I'm not ready. And that round can go downhill very quickly. So before you go play, if you're taking a break from the winter and you're coming down to Florida or Arizona, you're going to play an event and you hear yourself saying, I'm not ready. I'm rusty. I haven't practiced. I'm going to suck. All of those thoughts feel crappy. They produce a lot of doubt and anxiety. And you're going to produce those results. It's going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy. So that's the first scenario where you're coming off of a break and you're going to play for a while. This could be in the spring too. It doesn't have to be, you might not be going to a warmer climate to play golf. It could be the minute you start the season, if you're up in the Northeast or anywhere where it's cold, you start the season and those are your first thoughts coming out of the gate that I'm not ready, I'm rusty, all those things. You can notice those as well. So first thing I want you to notice those, I'm going to tell you at the end how to clean all this up. The second one is before a tournament and you didn't get an opportunity to play. So this was the client that I just mentioned. She took a week off to go play, to go skiing. And to her, she wasn't prepared. Meanwhile, keep in mind, she's been playing all winter long, but she took a week off to go skiing. So I haven't been practicing. And my question was, what's enough practice? Right. So ask yourself that. What's enough practice before a tournament to you? Now, the answer that I honestly thought that she was going to give me was not what she gave me. So this shows how subjective it is. She's like, well, twice a week for like an hour. So two hours practicing. To her brain, that circumstance would have said, I'm ready. And then she gets to feel prepared. Being prepared is a feeling that you get to create by what you think. In this situation, two hours over the course of a week was the thought that that's enough. I'm ready. And then I get to feel prepared. I have another client who would be five or six hours a day. If I didn't get five or six hours in a day, then I'm not ready and I'm not prepared. Now, I had this one. I'm going to say, when I was playing for a living, I remember my sister was begging me to take a day off from golf because all I did was practice. My thought was if I took a day off from golf, I would go backwards, that people would pass me, that the person who practiced the most was the one who was going to excel and that was going to win. That was my thought. I, I totally believed that. And it didn't even matter if it was just a little bit. Like, it didn't need to be all day. I could, if I, Even if I just went out and putted, I did something, right? <laughs> It was a suffocating thought because I was trapped by my own golf game, my own practicing. My sense of security and belief relied on my ability to get outside and practice. My confidence in myself and my game relied on the amount of time I spent on the range. So if I had a streak of bad weather and I wasn't able to get out there and practice, I instantly felt a little uncertain about how I was going to perform. That's not a very empowering thought or feeling. So my sister begged me to go to the golf course or to the beach. She said, just come to the beach. She packed a cooler full of beer. And I was like, uh, I don't go out at the beach because I'm in the sun all day. It might to even out horrible tan lines, but I used to be in the sun all day. So I said, okay. And I packed up a basket of balls 
and my sand wedge. And this was in Miami Beach. Before Miami Beach was Miami Beach, right? There's, those condos used to be empty <laughs> before they rebuilt everything. I went back along the side of the condos and I hit a basket of bunker shots, sand shots, before I would go sit down with her and uh, lay in the sun. I was like, this is, I did realize at that moment, I'm like, oh, this is wrong. This is dysfunctional, but I just didn't have the capacity to understand really what was going on. But we can do this before a tournament when we don't feel like we've gotten in enough practice, but it's totally subjective. You get to decide. You get to decide how much is enough and how much you get to feel prepared. When I do X, Y, and Z, I get to feel that that is enough. And then I get that feeling of being prepared. The other area where practicing can affect our feeling of being prepared is if we have a bad practice session. Right, so you go out and practice, and while you're putting in the time out there, you don't hit very many good golf shots. And then what do you make that mean? Do you make that mean that you're not prepared, that you're getting worse, that you've gone backwards? Do you practice more? What if having a bad practice session was totally neutral? It meant nothing. I encourage you to have that mentality because if you play in tournament golf and you go and warm up before you play in a tournament, you want to make your warm-up session neutral. It means nothing. It's neither good nor bad how you hit it. And it doesn't impact the way that you're going to show up on the golf course. I encourage you to take those practice sessions or those warm-up sessions before you go out and play and make it totally benign. It means nothing. It's just you're going through the motions of loosening up your body, hitting a couple shots, hitting a couple putts, getting a feel for the green, getting some familiarity with your bunker shots or your chipping, and then you're going to go play. How you hit it is nothing, means nothing. The reason you want to do that is how many times have you gone and had an amazing warm-up session and you played like crap? (laughs) How many times have you had a crappy warm-up session and you got out and played great? The more you can disconnect how your day is going to go from your warm-up session, the better. Then you go through your warm-up session. It has a purpose. The purpose is to loosen up my muscles and get a feel for some tempo and different clubs, go through the motions. Right? It is not indicative of how your day is going to go. That same mentality you can take with your practice sessions as well. Being prepared to go out and play in a tournament does not mean that you practiced X amount of times, X amount of hours, hit X amount of golf balls, because you could have been practicing totally the wrong thing. You could have spent that time and it was horrible practice. Does that still get, do you still get to feel prepared? It's so subjective. Do you know how hard it is for you to lose your golf swing? I love when people say this, like, I've lost my golf swing. I'm like, where'd your golf swing go? I don't know, but it's totally lost. It's gone. (laughs) Like your swing didn't go anywhere. I promise you, if I videoed your swing when you were hitting it really well, and I videoed your swing when you were hitting it very well, there's probably not a whole lot different. It was something totally minor, likely in your setup. Do you know how hard it is to change your swing? How much effort and time it takes to change your swing, depending on how complicated the thing is that you're trying to change? It takes effort and time and consistency. So your swing can't go anywhere. The opposite then is also true. If it takes that much, it takes that much time to change a swing. I didn't say it was changing for the better or the worse. It takes time. So your swing didn't go anywhere. So the thought that I needed to practice X amount of times before I went out and played to mean that I could say to myself that I'm ready so I can feel prepared so that I can show up on the golf course with a little more certainty and confidence is not true. Decide what you want to think about your practice sessions. 
if you didn't get an opportunity to practice before you go out and play or to warm up or you had a bad practice session, decide what you want to make that mean. Because these are different ways that you can prepare. It's not all about hitting golf balls. Because I'm telling you that hitting golf balls doesn't necessarily mean you prepared. It just means you hit golf balls. It doesn't mean you did the right things. You could have done totally the wrong things. But in your mind, you're like, I'm prepared. Meanwhile, you created a little loop in your swing and you didn't know it. Right? <laughs> Something. It's just the game is so funny that way. Unless you have eyes watching you like a tour player, you don't know ex- that you exactly did the right things that were going to help your swing. But these are different ways that you can be prepared. You can be mentally prepared. That means that you clean out your brain, that you've cleaned out your thoughts. You're aware of thoughts just like this that are holding you back. You're mentally prepared. Listening to this podcast and picking up on some things that connect with you is being mentally prepared. Get a good night's sleep that's being prepared. You get to think that that's prepared. Stretching or exercising. Those are all ways that you can decide that you're prepared. And I'm going to tell you the one that matters the most is your ability to manage your brain before you go out out and play. Because you could hit all those golf balls, you could practice for five hours for seven days straight before a tournament and still think that you're not prepared or you're not ready. So that one thought, if you clean up that one thought, if you decide, you know what, I'm ready. I got this. My game didn't go anywhere. This is going to be amazing and this is going to be fun. You're going to play so much better than the person who practiced for five days and is going out there going, you know what, I think I'm going to practice more. Or there's something wrong with my swing. I don't feel ready. You're going to beat that person with less practice because you manage your mind. So you can be mentally prepared. That is the most important one. Decide what you want to think about the amount of practice that you put in before you go play in a tournament or before you start from a long break or after you've had a bad practice session. Right? You've gone out and practiced. You're not hitting it very good. And then you're making that mean there's something wrong with my swing. I'm not going to play well today. Right? You bet you're not going to play well today with that thought. Your brain is going to go out there and look for all the evidence of it unless you clean that up. And that is how you prepare. So this is something you can do if you're going to come down to the South and play before your season hits. Decide before your next tournament or after you have a bad practice session, how are you going to define being prepared for you? Because being prepared is a feeling that comes from a thought based on what you decided that you did that you got to determine that as being enough. I have one client who thinks it's six hours a day for seven days a week. I have another client who thinks it's two hours over the course of the week. They both get to feel prepared. The only problem with that is if that doesn't happen, if you don't get in those five hours or those two hours or whatever it is, then are you going to also feel unprepared? Are you going to show up and play with the feeling of not being ready? And I'm encouraging you to be prepared with a thought so that you can feel prepared. (laughs) That's how you are prepared. Being mentally prepared is so much more powerful than any number of golf balls that you hit before a tournament or event. You just decide you're ready and go out and let your brain search for evidence of that. All right, my friends, if you need help managing your mind and cleaning up all these thoughts, I encourage you to connect with me on a call. You can get the information at kathyhartwood.com. I'd love to help you out. Have an amazing week and I'll talk to you next Wednesday.